0: To the Wound Medicine Series, which is also season two of the Timelo Mareri podcast. I am your host, Timelo Mareri, a Botswana based wound medicine woman for women leaders, healers, and coaches. Me so much joy to welcome you back to the womb medicine series for episode one of our podcast series. Just as a recap, the intention of this part of this podcast series is really to create an online portal where African women can find or access sacred wisdom, which is often not so mainstream on how to heal and build relationships with their wombs. In this podcast series, I'm going to be inviting 12 women in Africa and beyond who are experts in various fields of womb healing and womb medicine. And in this episode, I'm joined by Saraya Israel, who is a priestess, a sacred holistic medicine woman, and herbalist as she shares her wisdom and knowledge of how to heal your body through food, herbs and dance. And before we get into this conversation with Saraya, um, I'd like to share some updates with you because it's been quite a while since I shared the introductory episode of this series and the reason for it having been a while Came as a result of a realization on my end that there was possibly a gap in education and awareness and knowledge of why we were even wanting to heal our wounds. So part of the work that has taken place between now and then was, or is, was a three day womb healing masterclass that I hosted and which whose intention was really to educate women you know who were interested in knowing what womb healing is to how to heal your womb and you know just sharing holistic practices and herbal remedies you know of how you of of what you can tap into you know to heal your womb or to re, to relieve any womb pain that you might be experiencing in your life and in your body and another theme that we explored in the masterclass was of emotional and spiritual healing for your womb which is what I do as as a womb medicine woman in my private programs with women who are seeking to heal and if you're interested in, in this masterclass, you know, um, just to, you know, like really just empower yourself in, in your own healing journey. Because for me, like it's been very important for us to explore why we do things, why we would even want to heal in the first place, why we would want to activate our inner wound medicine, for example. So if this is something that interests you, the recordings of this masterclass are still in my private Facebook community called Womb Medicine for Women Leaders. So it's a private group. You can look it up and come join us and watch a recording of of the sessions that we had in there. And another thing that took place was, um, was me launching a few womb healing programs. And this is for you in case you actually want to do the inner healing work of healing your womb and really looking for a practitioner who can hold space for you. You can check out um, my healing programs at my website, tumielomareira.com. And this womb medicine Facebook group that I, that I mentioned um, has been growing quite incredibly so that's the other thing that's been happening has been this massive growth in the womb medicine community and that for me has been you know just testament of how needed this work is you know by women on our African continent and across the world really you know because we've been we've had women joining from all corners of the world and also, you know, indicative of just how much this work resonates for for women. So that for me has been deeply affirming, you know, and has also urged me to do more, you know, just in terms of um, service as a healer and as a medicine woman and as a holder of the space. So we're currently actually Um, I'm currently hosting a a series of masterclasses for this month of August. I've called the womb medicine teaching series. (laughs) It was for lack of a better um, phrase really, you know, and just allowing for the divine to lead, you know, in, in, in whatever conversation is meant to emerge. So we have in the past week, in the first week of August, explored the theme of healing as a path of leadership. And in the second week, so I'm recording this on a Monday. And our second session is this coming Wednesday. And the theme that I have been inspired to to lead conversation in is the theme of, the evolution of healing work. So I'm really excited for what will emerge around that theme. So if this is something that resonates for you, please do join us in the womb medicine community. Just search for womb medicine for women leaders and you will find us, right? And please do definitely check out my website for more of my work. It's Mareri dot com yeah and now into our conversation for today with Saraya Israel Um, before we get into the conversation I would love to to introduce you a bit more fully to who Saraya Israel is so Saraya is a priestess a sacred holistic medicine woman and herbalist based in Cincinnati, Ohio, in the US. Um, just a bit of background. So Saraya and I met about a year and a half ago. We were part of a, a group teaching and healing program for, you know, for healers, for medicine women, for messengers, you know of the divine and it was through engaging with Saraya there where we were both students that I got to learn of her work and appreciate the work the absolutely magnificent work that she does with mostly women in her healing practice and when I launched my podcast and eventually launched this womb medicine series I thought Saraya would bring such an invaluable contribution and voice to this conversation and yeah hence we're having <laughs> hence we're having this engagement today with her so in in my conversation with saraya or rather the specific theme of our conversation is on how to heal your body as a woman through food herbs and, and dance. And just for a full introduction of Saraya, I would like to share with you her profile, which actually currently sits on the home page of this medicine se- of this series. So you can just go to my website, bimelomarero.com, and there's a tab there that says podcast series, and that will lead you to a page with all the profiles of our speakers, right? So Saraya Israel is a priestess, sacred holistic medicine woman, herbalist, iridiologist and kinesiologist teaching women how to balance the feminine and masculine energies within self, as well as how to cultivate feminine youthful energy to reverse the aging process. A known healer and wellness expert in her field Sarai is an energetic and bubbly wife and mom of nine, and is a passionate health consultant and creative artist who shares her passion for living a holistic lifestyle, using natural remedies and eating for optimal well-being to assist in dancing through life's many lessons. She also teaches belly dance, fitness, and womb yoga dance, 108 poses for womb restoration, and rejuvenation with the world. Saraya facilitates indoor and outdoor wellness retreats, crystal or gemstone classes, nature has a remedy for wellness workshops, wellness expos, soul, oasis, soul, sweats, global sacred women, rites of passage ceremonies, goddess boot camps, 21 day cleanses or detox programs, magical moon manifestation courses, soul bowl healing meditations, tea parties, reggae belly dance parties. And she has even led the Cincinnati Sim- Shimmy Mob taught at the YM- YMCA and Diana Lean School of Dance. And she does so much more. Saraya offers individual and group dance, fitness, womb, yoga classes, wellness courses as well as one-on-one holistic wellness coaching so in my conversation with her as you will get to hear um, she shares more about these like one-on-one and group coaching programs and yeah also shares about her cleansing and detox programs so you'll definitely get to hear more about that right And, you know, in terms of like the themes that came up in our conversation, so every time I interview someone and I've been learning a really valuable lesson here, every time I've interviewed someone, it has always been like a deeply activating experience for me. And so I usually, (laughs) I would usually like re-listen to the conversation and it'll have its way with me, like deeply work me. Um, And I usually need time just to like digest and fully integrate what I've taken from from the conversation, right? So the lesson that I've taken from this (laughs) is to share these episodes with you immediately after I've recorded them such that um, by the time I I do my hibernation and digestion and integration, I've already shared it with you, right? So yeah, I shared that to, yeah. I said that to share that it's, yeah, it, it was definitely an activating conversation for me, got me really reflecting on my own relationship with food, you know? and also just getting to see through a different lens how we as humanity relate with food, which is something that we actually interact with on a daily basis. And it's just been so, shall I say shocking, Um, just how, or rather the manner in which we relate with food in ways that are not conscious, you know? um and so that that has been really like a central theme um in in our conversation which is our relationship with food and how we could possibly relate with food in more conscious ways you know in ways that are healing in ways that actually enable us to live to fully live right and in the conversations saraya also shares Um, herbs, foods, foods, and natural remedies that you can tap into, you know, to heal and support your body and your womb. She also shares like personal experiences of how she has healed her own body using foods and herbs. And by also just listening closely, you know, and attentively to the wisdom of her body and to what it was guiding her um, towards in her life, right? Um, Another theme that came up, you know, is of just of, it's around, it's around, yeah, how to support your woman body to find balance in our world, which is largely patriarchal you know, and we also um, briefly explored some of the sources of womb pain for women and how you can relieve your womb pain, yeah. And another very exciting theme um, is of how to live in harmony with the seasons of the year, you know, (laughs) Uh, which I really, really loved, yeah. And also of how to eat closely to the foods and you know the ways of being of your ancestors you know which will holistically support your body and you know like there's just so much more (laughs) to take from this conversation and definitely do check out her profile. Mm -hmm. Hi, Saraya, welcome to the womb medicine series. And thank you so much for agreeing to join me in the sacred space and to engage in sacred and medicinal conversation, um, specifically on how to heal the womb through dance, yoga, food, and herbs. I am absolutely delighted to engage in conversation with you today, and also to learn from your sacred wisdom and medicine. So yeah, could you possibly start off maybe by introducing yourself and telling us, yeah, more about what you do, and then we'll we'll just take it from there. Sure. So my name is Saraya
1: Israel, and I am a holistic woman and belly dancer, um, womb yoga dance instructor, holistic wellness coach. Um, I have many titles. There, there's a lot that I do, um, but my passion is sharing holistic wellness with others um, through dance and movement and just showing women in particular how to get their juiciness back, you know, and how to reclaim their their power, you know, in a, in a sense.
2: Mm. So that is
1: my passion um, in holistic healing. And that's my background is in holistic healing as well. Um, with over 26 years, I've been working with herbs and natural remedies, and medicine. So,
0: yeah. Mm. That is absolutely amazing work. And I really love what she's, what she said there about like helping women get that juiciness back and definitely something that I'd love for us to explore further in, in our conversation. And quite interesting also that you've been doing this for a whole 26 years. So I really look forward to, yeah, to learning at your feet and hearing more about this work that you've been doing. And I'm also quite interested to hear about how you landed into this work, you know, how you, how you came about this work of being a priestess, a sacred holistic medicine woman, a herbalist, an iridologist which was such an interesting term to learn <laughs> and a kind of zoologist. Um, could you possibly share how you came about this work, how you started where you started and how you came about to working with, with food and herbs and dance and yoga in your own holistic healing and in the holistic healing of the women that you work with?
1: Absolutely. So i got had my start when I was about eight years old. I was very intrigued with the mother's encyclopedia. And I would go in and I would read the text uh, with the different ailments within the body. So that kind of got me on my journey. And then when I was a younger woman, I had my first child of nine. And that's when I really kind of, got my feet wet with herbs and started studying intensely with another naturopathic doctor and herbalist and iridologist and kinesiologist. And she just took me under her wing and I was able to kind of run with it, you know, and it felt like home. It felt just like home just to be in her presence and just to learn about the many modalities. And it was more like a remembering more than anything. And so that kind of led me on my journey um, with that. And then I just kept going and I do a lots of reading and taking courses and, um, out maybe 10 years ago, I took the sacred woman and holistic medicine woman course with Queen Afua. And then that just took it to (laughs) another, yes, that just took Mm. it to another dimension when it comes to food, food takes it to a whole nother dimension. So
2: Mm. that
1: was like, you know, just ushering in, I had the herbal part down and everything. Now it was just taking it to the next level with the diet to kind of round it on out. Cause it's body, mind and spirit. And with sacred woman, you're covering body, mind and the spirit, not just the body or just Mm. the mind, you know, you're covering everything.
0: Mm, Which is so important. Hey, like just the holisticness of it.
1: Yes. Mm. Yes, yes. And being a mom of nine, like this was my way, you know, this is how I was able to take care of my children and my husband, my family, you know, using natural remedies because, you know, going to the doctor just, it was there, but I just, I just didn't feel led to do that all the time. You know, if there was moments that call for that, that's one thing. But for the most part, we handled Mm. it nutritionally and with herbs, herbs Mm. natural remedies, you know, sound healing, you know, all of that, essential Mm. oils, reflexology.
0: Wow, (laughs) I love to hear it. (laughs) And um, (laughs) could I just take you a little back to the part about the iridologist? Could you, could you share more about what that is, the iridologist and kinesiologist I know with kinesiologist there's kinetic there so it possibly has to do with movement yeah yes
1: yes so iridology is the study of the iris of the eye so using the eyes as tools because your body is a map and you can read everything on your body so your eyes is just one of the maps that we can use to find out what's going on in the body um if the body is healing And then kinesiology is also another uh, modality using the energy that's present. Everything has energy on the planet, everything. Mm -hmm. And so with kinesiology, it's a non-invasive way of finding out what's going on within the body, what's good for you, what's not good for you. Um, Because sometimes you may need this today and then tomorrow you don't need it. So Mm -hmm. with kinesiology, you're able to assess, is this good for me? Do I need this? Do I need this right now? can I take these things together? So I utilize, um, the tools, you know, kinesiology as well as iridology. Um, when I'm in a one-on-one setting with someone, you know, if we're Mm. over the phone, then doing kinesiology is still possible as well because again, energy is everywhere. Energy is in everything. And it's always present. Wow.
0: Like those, those are very interesting modalities. I mean, I'm, I'm only coming across them now. The kinetic bit was sort of familiar, but like these are very, very like interesting modalities. And it's been interesting for me to see just how much more we can do as, as healers and as medicine women, you know? Um, and yeah, like the, there was a bit in our check in call there was a bit that you shared about your journey as you were moving through and out of corporate America. I mean, before, I didn't even know that you worked in corporate America. (laughs) And yeah, could you please share how, like, how, how that experience was like for you as somebody who's gifted, somebody who is a medicine woman, and how your work with food herbs like the holistic healing how that helped in your journey of transitioning out of corporate America
1: yeah so my journey with corporate America I worked in corporate America for about seven seven so years seven maybe a little bit here and there Um, And my journey was, I got to the place and stage of my life where I just wanted to be home with my family. And before I knew it, my body was sending me signals that it was time for me to go. And, you know, sometimes we can have so much fear or anxiety about a situation. And really, it comes down to our trusting in spirit and how well we'll really be taken care of. And when I tell you that um, I was diagnosed with something and I never claimed it, not one time, but what I did do is I took herbs. I came home and I took all the herbs I could possibly take and really took time to heal my body. Working, you know, so much, the the overworking, we're living in a patriarchal world and it's been like that for a very long time and it's very out of balance Mm -hmm. for the woman and it throws our bodies out of balance. So what? So what was being shown to me was it was time for me to go. Mm. So through this, through my body, giving me this gift, because that's what it was, Mm. to let me know I need to take extra good care of myself. I need to really tend to myself and my well-being. So went deeper into my work, deeper into my own healing. And I was able to leave corporate America. And I remember returning back to the doctors and them saying they couldn't find find what it was that they said that I had to begin with but what I did realize thank you thank Mm. you and I know that that is the divine just Mm. working you know I know that and I know that using herbs and natural remedies is what the creator put these things here for us Mm. to use them for
0: wow amen to that
1: (laughs) amen yes amen a
0: woman I say yes (laughs) Because, yes. because like what's been what's been getting affirmed for me quite recently, like I've been beginning to work with plant medicine. And so what's been getting affirmed for me is um the benevolence of of the land and of plants, right? Of just how loving they are of us and how when Put into the body, obviously, ingesting the right ones. You know, they will definitely do good for the body. Um, and I'm just curious also to hear more about, like you, you spoke, you spoke about it briefly around the current patriarchal structure of our world and how many women and men also, you know. But specifically speaking around about womb healing, you know, about how many women are constantly grinding and working nonstop, you know, without having adequate rest for their bodies. And I'd like for us just to chat a bit about um, like the impact that 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 has on the body and specifically on the womb and how we can lean um, towards food and towards herbs to support the body and to aid in the healing of our wombs. I hope that's not a mouthful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so the effects of corporate America on our wombs or just working over. Old- overworking. Um, Like I said, in the patriarchal society, even for the men, we're Mm. overworking ourselves. We're not saying no when we really need to say no. And we're overextending ourselves, which what happens is we start to burn out our kidney energy, our ancestral energy. So then when you get to the seasons, like the spring, when it's time to come alive during the winter, you are supposed to be resting. So you can come alive during the spring. Mm. And then in a summer, you have your harvest you know so there's a time and place for everything and when we get into living in the rhythm of nature then things work accordingly and when we fall out of the rhythm then things kind of go a little haywire like they're going right now Mm. and the more we as women get in alignment and in balance with the universe with nature the more the world comes in balance because it's a reflection Mm. of us we're the mothers of creation so in order to create what we want we have to start inside of ourselves
0: oh this is so deeply affirming (laughs) thank thank you for sharing that yeah Mm -hmm. Mm, because I I personally I have been curious about like in my own in my own intimate experience with my body I do work with the inner seasons of my body like my inner winter inner autumn inner spring inner summer and mm-hmm. I, have, I have been quite curious about how we are to align with the outer seasons you know, of Mother Earth. And I experienced how in, in, the, in, our, in our last winter, my body was asking for more rest, you know? And for me, I received that as my own body's wisdom that winter is a time for hibernation, for rest, so that you may emerge in spring and summer with more energy and exuberance, you know, ready to take on um, new projects. So I am really, really grateful for that wisdom.
1: Ashay, me too, me too.
0: You know, and and, and the, the, earth, the universe,
1: mama, she shows us what we need through each season. So mm. say for instance, here where we are in this hemisphere, in the winter, it's cold, it's snowy. So you need to be warm, right? Mm -hmm. So even in your winter where you are, if it gets cold, you need to be warm. So drawing in those herbs that are going to bring heat into the body, those seasonings, those spices, like your cayenne and your curries and your gingers, those things are going to bring warmth into the body. And then you get to spring and it's, you see these beautiful dandelions here, that are yellow, and they're reminding us, hey, it's time to clean your liver. You need to clean your liver. Because during the winter, you use cayenne and ginger, and that works with um, the lungs and large intestines with help clearing that. And then when you come to the winter, you, I mean, to the spring, you have dandelions to help clean your liver. So if you notice, each season, we get to a different place where it's time to clean cleanse an organ. So the speak, you know, or a body part or a body, bodies in general and so we just follow the seasons Mm. you eat fruits in seasons you eat vegetables in seasons whatever it is where you are you want to take those things more into season Mm. you know into your diet
0: that is so very very interesting to learn (laughs) Um, and I I wish we could get um, possibly almost like a of, of a list of a list of, like, which herbs, which spices to lean into in, mm-hmm. in a particular season, right?
1: Mm-hmm. However, like,
0: what I'm also hearing you say is the importance of leaning towards whatever food and herbs are growing in our specific geographical area, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so the question that I wanted to ask, which is something that came up in our, in our check-in call, is around the importance of eating foods that are indigenous to our ancestors. So, yeah, may we please e- explore that a bit, you know, and, and, what, and what that means for, for the health of our bodies, for the health of our wombs, And also just looking at global trade, how we, where the majority of human beings on our planet right now are possibly eating foods that are very far off from what was eaten or ingested (laughs) by their ancestors.
1: Yes, yes. So with with that, foods that are indigenous for our ancestors, So if you knew, for for example, that your ancestors were native, Mm -hmm. you know, they would eat potatoes and corn and those type of foods, those are going to be the type of foods that you're going to want to bring into your diet. But you also want to take into consideration how much of it you're going to be taking in because now we are in a society where genetically modified foods are into play. So you're going to look for the highest quality that you can find, you know, even if that means growing it yourself. Mm. so for example our ancestors ate lots of fresh vegetables and fresh fruits you know like lemons lemons are also delicious and they're great to help detoxify the liver and they're great for spring the liver is where we hold anger so when you come to spring this is the time for us to cleanse that emotion mm. you know each each element each season has an element that goes with it and as you cleanse you start to cleanse emotionally you start to detoxify emotionally all the accumulated stored energy starts to be detoxified through the body
0: Mm. wow (laughs) i love this Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so fresh fruits and vegetables nuts seeds and grains lots of water fresh clean water highest of the highest quality that you can find of clean water um, just taking in lots of it you
2: know
1: these are The things our ancestors knew—they knew how to eat, to live, Mm
2: -hmm. and how to
1: live very well. How to live very well, you know. Processed foods and the food colorings and the dyes and the sucralose and the Splenda and the artificial colors and flavors and all those things are detrimental to our health. Mm -hmm. And our ancestors knew that, and so we have these things put in place for us to utilize. You know, these herbs, like I said before, like your dandelions and your red clovers. You'll also even red clover is popping up because mm. red clover is a good cleanser for the um, bloodstream mm. so if you take in these things it'll help to purify your bloodstream
0: wow this is like it's so, so golden yeah <laughs> and and may may we also talk about how our ancestors were largely vegetarian
1: yes 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 for digestive purposes, for spiritual purposes, um, being vegetarian was of high esteem. Um, the lower foods, that, the foods that can create density in the body, like too many potatoes, for example, if you eat too many, it can create a heaviness or too many meats, mm. which um, I don't, I'm not a fan of, um, just for the reasoning of what's being put into the animals and how it's yes. affecting our internal system our hormones, our moods, everything becomes affected, Um, how the animals are treated before they're, Mm. um, you know, taken to the grocery store for the next process, you know, to deliver to the customer. All of that stuff is taken into consideration or needs to be taken into consideration. So if we can just stick with fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and grains, High frequency foods <laughs> will vibrate on a high frequency level. Yeah, mm. mentally, spiritually, physically, a lot of mental illness. Um, it's nutritional deficiencies. There's different imbalances that are going on mm-hmm. they, wow. that are from nutritional deficiencies. Mm. You know, Sarah,
0: of this is of
1: things going on too. Go
0: ahead. Mm, no, like this is this is all very interesting to learn. Um, because, like, usually when we consider journeying on a spiritual path, for example, we, like, food is something that that really comes up, or at least in the circles I've been in, right? So, like, it's very interesting to hear what you mentioned there about, and what I deeply resonate with, and, and part of why I, I, I quit eating meat myself Seven years ago, is around like the the energetic frequency of of the animals as we ingest them, right? And mm-hmm. and how this gets incorporated into our bodies. You know, I mean, like that is something very key to to note and and to be aware of. Hmm. I love it. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. And then the sacred woman program, we talk a lot about that and how to heal the body and how to use natural foods and how your foods, you know, can really be your medicine and your foods Mm. are your medicine. Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: And, and, and I'd like to ask like, and, and specifically now coming into womb healing through food, through herbs, um, what is it about food and what is it about herbs and possibly just for emphasis you know what is it about food what is it about herbs that make them such a key factor in in our womb health and in womb healing
1: so the how the foods are affecting our bodies i'm going to give you an example when i was a younger woman I had um, some challenges around my tonsils and having a throat every year. And I had the typical American diet. You know, I ate plenty of all the wrong foods, the cheese, the milk, the eggs, the ice cream, the butter. I ate everything, all of that. I still, you know, was active and things like that. We had a garden, but I still developed health challenges behind that. And as a kid, I would always wonder what was causing the problems that I was having, what was the cause of them? And so I went on my own research and I did my own studies and and I started studying herbs um, and natural remedies. Like I said, when I had my first child 26 years ago, that is when the light bulb went off, one with the herbs and then... I knew a little bit about food and the importance of it, but it didn't really mm-hmm. click until I went through sacred woman and holistic medicine woman training. Mm-hmm. Then, then it really clicked. The light bulb went off, and I took myself totally through the experience. Um, the first twelve weeks of eating holistically, you know, coming off of all sorts of flesh, um, doing more juicing and eating an abundance of fresh vegetables. And so I did this consistently because I wanted to see exactly what would happen if I did this. Mm. And so I watched my body start to heal itself. Mm. I watched my body start to heal itself. So now I don't have strep throat anymore. I don't have tonsillitis. I don't have the issues that I was having before all with changing my diet. It would have been nice when I visited the doctors for someone to tell me, hey, you really need to stop eating dairy products. You know, mm. you need to slow down on eating meat. It's constipating. It causes constipation in the body. It causes food to stay too long in the colon. And so we develop skin issues, blemishes, because our bodies are polluted, because mm. the, the the colon isn't working properly.
0: Mm. And, and so and if what you're are... eating in
1: abundance, go ahead.
0: Mm, and, and, and what about the cheese and the milk? I've been quite curious about that, about what the effects might be in, in our bodies and in our wounds.
1: Mm-hmm. So the excess mucus that dairy products create within our system. So the cysts, the fibroids, the endometriosis, the tumors, the um, emotional imbalances that also come. When we're eating dairy products, it's a lack of nurturing and a need for nurturing ourselves. So when we're craving these things, we need to go spiritual. We need to go inside of ourselves and say, hey, let me take that bath. Hey, let me take extra good care of myself. Let me make myself a cup of tea. Let me make myself a nice large salad that's full of colors. Let me add these seeds and these nuts and these berries into this. Let me drink lots of purified water with lemon in it let me really take care of me.
0: Wow. That's what the
1: body is saying. I'm literally and when we do
0: that? <laughs> yes. I'm literally having a huge aha moment right now. Yes, please go on.
1: <laughs> yes. So the mucus, the mucus, the the sinus congestion, the allergy, all of my health challenges like I said that I had, they stopped when I stopped eating dairy products and I cleansed my body. It did take some time. You know, it was a process and that's what sometimes people don't always know. It, it, it's a process.
2: Mm-hmm. There
1: is a process and you need to stay on the journey with yourself and be patient and loving and kind with yourself because what can happen is what's called a healing crisis. And it can look real bad before it looks good. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, that can look like a fever or a sore throat or anything, you know, blemishes start to break out. You're like, but I'm doing all this good stuff. What's going on? Well, your body is trying to detox and it's trying to do it rapidly. So sometimes mm. we have to slow it down a little bit. And that's, you know, part of the work that I do with helping people to do that
0: Yeah. and understand
1: when it's time to go. You know. mm. yeah.
0: Wow. Um, So, like, I'll I'll definitely want to want to ask more, and for us to to chat more about the work that you do with women and the specific offers that that you offer later on in the conversation, and you know, like how women can access this work and yeah, and 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 get started on their own journeys of inner healing um and there's something that you you just mentioned now that i'd like for us possibly to go deeper into Mm -hmm. and this is around the experiences with with cysts
1: like fibroids yes fibroids Mm
0: -hmm. Mm. um and i mean like i've 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 listened to a number of like medical experts speaking on this right And my question has always been, like, what is the cause? What is at the root of some of these ailments and diseases for women? And why is it that it seems like not many of us know what you just said? I mean, the link between milk and dairy products and some of these ailments, like, it's like Now that we know it, it feels so simple, yet there are so many women in the world today who don't know about these things and who possibly don't know about the root cause of whatever ailments they might be sitting with. Could you please speak to that?
1: Yes, I think a lot of it um, just stems from a lack of knowledge and just programming, you know, you have the food pyramid that says, hey, you should eat this amount, you should eat this amount, you should eat this amount. Well, if you eat that amount, you might either be obese, you might end up with diabetes, high blood pressure, you know, all of these health challenges where if you kind of step to the side a little bit and you focus on fruits, vegetables, nuts, and grains and getting your diet from there. Um, it's just so creative that we have everything on the planet that we need right here, everything, mm. everything that we need. There's a herb, there's a herb. Normally, like if you go out into the woods, if you get poison ivy, if you turn around, there's somewhere with within the distance of where you're standing, there's the cure. That's how good, how good it is, <laughs> how mm. good the grace of the divine is within us and for us and around us, and we have everything that we need here. Even mm. if you just have to dig for it, and you have to look deep within and look for it, it's there. Mm. I'm a firm believer there's something for everything. Yes,
0: within nature, mm-hmm. right?
1: <laughs> within nature, yes, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely, wow. absolutely.
0: Mm. absolutely. So a, so a diet, the, yeah, you may?
1: I was just going to say the accumulated um, mu- can form within our bodies all throughout our bodies not just in our wombs but it can it can store in our eyes and cause glaucoma it can be Mm. in the brain area and in the head area and cause different blockages in the brain Um, Mm. spiritually there can be blockages spiritually um, holding on to negative emotions Mm -hmm. so all of this is connected with the foods that we're eating the environments that we're in what we're watching on tv what we're allowing into our eye gates our air gates so mm-hmm. it's just one aspect of it but food is a big part of it because that's yes. something that we're taking in wow. you know so much
0: mm. um you know like as as I'm listening to you speak I'm thinking of a gentleman I've come across he's a Dr. Sebi I haven't engaged <laughs> yeah his work much but what I saw come up quite a lot around this work his work was yeah th- this the, the conversation around mucus you know and mm-hmm. and the detrimental impact it has in our bodies. So yeah could you could you possibly maybe just share some foods that result in this mucus forming in our bodies like maybe you could just share some of the foods we could, we could take, like lean towards to support our bodies, to support our wombs, and possibly to support in womb healing if we are experiencing some form of disease in our wombs, in our bodies. And also the foods we could let go of, you know, like those foods that are possibly resulting in complications in our bodies, like the dairy products, like you mentioned. Um, Yeah, is there any more that we could lean towards and let go of? Processed foods, um,
1: overdoing it with animal products in general, um, artificial colors and flavors. um, Like I said, dense, dense foods, so foods that are enriched. Um. Just read food labels. Get you really educate yourself and really. And we really, read, so, hey? <laughs> we really read,
0: hey, we rarely read. Yeah.
1: Yes, please, please read those food labels. Even if you read it last week, read it again this week because things change, and the food la- labels also change. Um, some other things that you want to watch for are um, so we went over dairy products and cheese, milk, eggs, ice cream, butter, flowers. Watching flowers, like enriched flowers, looking for higher Mm. quality grain flowers. um, Looking specifically for non-GMO, who not genetically modified is what you're looking for. Um, You want foods that have seeds in them. I know there's a big rave about food. I don't care for the seeds. Even if you don't care for the seeds, the seeds are part of it Mm. because that's Mm -hmm. how it replenishes itself. And oftentimes, there's nutrition in those seeds. Mm. even if you're making a tea out of the seeds or you're putting them on your salads depending on what you're eating so say for instance like pumpkin seeds sunflower seeds those are all helpful and beneficial eating them raw chia seeds and flax seeds that'll help with your colon and get things moving you know get Mm. the bowels moving because that's so essential you can eat good and everything and you can take your herbs but you also want to make sure your bowels are moving because that's mm. how we eliminate as well as our skin, watching the products that you're putting onto your skin because your skin is your largest eliminatory organ. Mm. So you're absorbing whatever you're putting onto your skin. Mm. So being mindful of that. So I would say for foods that you can incorporate more of into your diet, um, it's going to be like your dandelion roots, your burdock roots, your cayenne peppers, your garlics, your ginger, your turmeric, as well as your fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and grains, and Mm. lots of green foods. I always say, um, can't go wrong when you go green, you know, whether it's kale, whether it's chlorella, spinach, wheatgrass, you know, go Mm. green, (laughs) go green, go green, go green.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm definitely gonna listen to this again and take notes for myself <laughs> mm-hmm. and go do yes. the things. Yeah. Um and and what about herbs, Saraya? Like what are some of the herbs or herbal remedies that we could lean? we could lean into, lean towards to support our body, to support our womb health.
1: Um, Some herbs that are real beneficial for the womb are gonna be like your red raspberry leaf, your dandelion leaf, your calendula, your rose petals, your mugwort. Um, Also for womb health, that garlic, because sometimes women experience yeast and overabundance of yeast and have yeast, candida, mm-hmm. another name for candida. Mm-hmm. Um, so garlic, yeast, it, it just, it hates garlic. So mm.
0: garlic like eating the garlic, it. putting it into your food, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You can put it into your foods. You sure can. Um, taking it internally, like in the herbal supplement, you can do it that way as well. And it also has a mm-hmm. host of other uh, benefits um, mm. just boosting the immune system that I found, you know, it's good for cardiovascular health and heart health um, as well as our womb circulating um, good energy that we, we need to move, move out any parasitic energy or um, toxicity that's in the body, yeah. that ginger and that turmeric for inflammation. Mm. Um, also like hibiscus, hibiscus is, is an all time favorite for the womb health. Yes. Wow. And how do we
0: take this? Like, is it tea or, or how? some of these you can Especially the herbs.
1: Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Some of them you can take as teas. Some of them take encapsulated formulas on my Royal Remedy website. You can find some that are encapsulations, but you can do teas. You can, um, I will also recommend spices. Like you can go down your spice aisle in your grocery store And look for the turmeric and the ginger and the cayenne and your garlics and your thyme and your rosemary. All Mm. the natural herbs that are there, they taste good, but they also have medicinal benefits to them.
0: Wow. (laughs) It's so beautiful. Mm. Yeah, definitely to see how all of this that is growing on Mother Earth's body is really here. to to support our bodies and to support our health. Um, And so I want to ask about womb steaming, you know, now that we're talking about the herbs, but there's something that you mentioned earlier that, you know, it slipped my mind and then it came back when you started talking about herbs. It's the eggs. Please share a bit more about the eggs. What's happening there with the eggs (laughs) and why would we want to... Yeah,
1: let go of them. You mean the food, the eggs, the the hormonal state of the eggs that we're also taking into our bodies, depending on what the animal ate as well, also affects us, um, you know, and of course, everybody's body is different. And it's always good to listen to your body. You know, sometimes Mm. your body will tell you, hey, I need this nutrition, but really look into it and see what it exactly is that you really need. Um, you know, for example, if you're craving fish, your body may be saying, Hey, I need more minerals. So you can get a lot of minerals through seaweed or through sea vegetables or through dolls or kelp, you know, or bladder racks. So you just look for it from, um, a natural place, Mm. you know, alfalfa is an herb, it's a deeply rooted herb. It's loaded with minerals. So just because it's, it comes in that form doesn't mean we have to get it from there. We can get it from other sources.
0: Um, that are possibly more in alignment or more supportive. Yes, that are more for, in alignment.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for our, our bodies. bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Like this sounds so. It's like wherever it sits, this knowledge. It's just so comprehensive, and like somebody could just dig, um, that like the heart and the brains in there, <laughs> and. Is this, is this part of like your, your teachings or your training on the sacred woman?
1: Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's part of my training with the sacred woman, the sacred holistic wellness woman course. that will be starting soon. It's part of that as well as the 21 day um, spring cleanse and detox. Mm. I do a cleanse for the spring and I also do one collectively for the winter
0: Mm -hmm. so like do the detoxes happen like twice a year in the winter and in the spring
1: and in the spring Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you really can detox like three times a year through each season three to four times a year just depending on your body and what you feel and it kind of if you go with the flow of eating through the seasons and taking those steps when you get to say for instance spring you know, it's not as intense. So it comes with those benefits of being consistent and staying consistent,
0: Mm. you know,
1: with your, with your healing process, just seeing it through,
0: you know? Mm. And so like, what, like, I'm, 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 I'm curious a bit about the, the detoxes. So like, what is the intention behind the detoxes why why would we want to detox and yeah like how might that be beneficial for the body and supportive for for our holistic health
1: yes yes so cleansing with the season or just cleansing in general is helpful for the body because the body takes in so many pollutants and if we're just just cooking and we're never dumping or letting go of what we need to let go of it just starts to build and collects, and it collects and it collects and then through time we start to develop different health issues and different health challenges they really could have been warded off had mm. we took a little bit extra time just to clean you know mm. it's not saying you know that um, that you're going to get everything all out or whatnot is yes. you you're just helping assist in the process cleansing and detoxification you know and then Mm -hmm. creating healthy habits I like to teach people how to do this for yourself you know and how to create that habit for yourself and make it a lifestyle change not just a diet or or just a you know a short time thing make it a lifetime thing Mm -hmm. you deserve that it's your birthright to have good health it is
0: this is Uh yeah this is also (sighs) very interesting like yeah it's my heart feels full like it's it's it had heart, it's heart feeling wisdom for me um and as you're talking about the detoxes in the food uh, I was just reflecting on how you know like as a society yes food is like a central a central, shall I call it a central element in our daily lives, because I mean, we eat every day, yeah? However, like what I'm beginning to see is that even though we eat every day, we're not really aware or conscious of just how big of a deal food is <laughs> to our health you know <laughs> yes like we just eat yes. eat, eat um, and there's usually very little and and that eating is usually not very conscious you know of how the food affects our bodies and our lives <laughs> it's so interesting
1: <laughs> yes yes it is it really is and if you keep a food journal you know, and just start logging how you feel after you eat a meal, you know, don't make any changes right now. Just log how you feel after you eat, after you drink, how did you sleep? How was your movement, your bowel movements? You know, keep a note, keep track of all of those things and then change, make those changes and then journal that and see what the difference is and see how you feel.
0: Mm. So food is a big deal. Hey,
1: yes. It's a huge deal, huge deal, wow. huge
0: deal. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I, like I've seen, I've seen, I have seen some changes like over the years. Um. So seven years ago, I, I stopped eating meat, right? And like the immediate changes that I observed in my body, and specifically around my womb in my menstrual cycle was that my 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 period which had previously been seven days long reduced to five days right mm-hmm. and I also noticed how how lighter I felt you know like this is not to say you know everyone should quit meat right <laughs> but mm-hmm. like like it's it's so interesting how 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 lightly we tend to to take it, you know, food, but just how much of a big deal it is that it could even affect the length of a menstrual period.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. And sometimes you start to see the more flesh that you eat, the longer you bleed. Mm. You find yourself being more anemic. And then when you start to incorporate those green foods, you know, those beet roots, you know, those blackstrap molasses, how your blood just picks up and Mm. how your body starts to rejuvenate itself. But in the meantime, your body is doing what it's doing because it's letting you know, hey, I'm not. Something's not right. Mm. Something's going on here. You got to slow down. You got to mm-hmm. take time out. Our cycle is a time for us to slow down, not for us to speed up, yes. not to see how much more we can get done. It's really a time of silence and really just being within ourselves and okay with being within ourselves and analyze mm-hmm. the month and how well we've really taken care of ourselves you know, through the month? Mm. Do we these things, Do we take a bath? Do we pray? Do we meditate? Do we eat good foods? Do we eat our fruits and veggies and drink our waters? You know, do we journal for the month already? Do we journal for the day? You know, do we assess how we feel and do we process what happened? Because when we don't, we carry those things with us.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Like it's, I know I keep saying, "Oh my God, it's so interesting," <laughs> because it is. <laughs> um, but I, I was just thinking about how, like, generally in in our society, we would think, like, specifically on the length of a menstrual period, right? And you're talking about how when 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 we're eating a lot of the reds, right? We we might bleed for longer, right? And I was just thinking about how when growing up, right? um, We used to think that bleeding for longer was a sign of health, right? And how bleeding for a shorter period was a sign that one is not well. And it's so interesting now to like, drawing from my own experience and from what you just shared right just the impact that a lot of these dense foods have on our menstrual period and I'm curious around like why like why why is it that that when we eat a lot of these dense foods we might have like longer periods and possibly also associated pains, you know? Where is that coming from?
1: The amount that we're taking in, we're consuming within our bodies. Um, So what tends to happen is when you take in a lot of meat or processed foods, um, heavy dense foods, it stays in the colon much longer, which means that the bloodstream tends to be backed up A little bit more and oftentimes combining meat with let's say starches or potatoes that's improper food combining so what it's going to do is create a condition in your intestinal tract to become sour so to speak because Mm. you're combining you know your food combining the wrong combination choices um you know versus meat and let's say vegetables or just more vegetables and your source of protein not even being meat you know, um, that's a better combination and it's easier on the digestive system. As we age, we tend to decrease in the amount of digestive enzymes that we have. So if we're consuming lots of animal products, let's say, you know, our bodies, it's just not gonna digest it the same way and then it's gonna sit longer. So then we develop obesity, high blood pressure, you know, all these other health challenges from the things that we've taken into our system, the bowel's not moving to eliminate it out of the system.
0: Mm. But like, how is that connected to like the menstrual health of a woman?
1: Mm-hmm. So again, it goes back to the, 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 the health of the colon. It's also related to the menstrual health of a woman. So if a woman is constipated, she's gonna experience more pain. Things are gonna be more painful for her. Her body may even experience pain just in general, um, from not eliminating properly. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can tend to do that. It can also, for some women, they may become anemic behind it, behind eating animal products. Mm -hmm. Um, We're again, doing the green vegetables, the green juices, the blackstrap molasses, the beetroots the things like that naturally nourish and give you life and give you life force, energy. So you're going to get it from a live source, a life-giving source versus from a source that has already been, um, you know, the life has been taken from it, so to speak. And you're just eating the after effect of the animal. Mm. So eating to live, gaining the energy or eating something that doesn't really, it has substance, but no the energy part is what you need is Mm. you know the whole completion of the whole thing so even if you eat meat you know eat lots of fresh fruits and vegetables eat the best quality Amish you know if you're going to eat it but if you just you know want to see how life can be and how you can watch your body heal itself you
0: know make different choices
1: Mm. (laughs) choose Mm. choose for
0: yourself you now yeah I, I really love that like what you said about like the body healing itself you know which is like an affirmation of the body being an alive technology that mm-hmm. that knows <laughs> how to heal yes. itself you know how to take care mm-hmm. of itself <laughs> yes it's smart that.
1: it's mm. smart yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. yeah yes 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 it's and a
1: healing machine mm,
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah maybe you want to speak more to that like oh, just, the body
1: is just a, a natural healing machine it'll heal itself if you feed it what it needs to heal itself mm. ah, mm-hmm. I love that and 95% of getting well is spiritual you know 95% of getting well is spiritual how we're thinking what we're allowing ourselves to think you know, if we're having limited thinking or expansive thinking or we think, oh, that's not possible. Oh, that's not gonna happen. Oh, that can't do that. then it's not gonna work for you. I'm tell you right now, it's not gonna work. You're already defeated because you've already defeated yourself within your mind. But if you come with the with the energy and the positivity, that hey, there's a possibility this could work for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let me give it my all. and then give it a chance and see, what it does for you sometimes yeah. the combination isn't good for you sometimes that particular herb isn't good and you need to try something else sometimes you have allergies so it's really about learning yourself you know yes. learning your body
0: you know mm. so not all herbs would work or are suitable for everyone right
1: for everybody that's right, mm-hmm. mm. that's,
0: that's right. and like mm-hmm. for me like that's been part of what. I really love about like natural remedies and, you know, like also being a spiritual healer myself, I've seen how um, like the healing has the healing, the natural healing will be specific to the particular person's experiences and whatever it is, they're moving through. You know, I love that it's not this um, like mass production type of thing where <laughs> we give everyone the same thing, <laughs> even mm-hmm. though everyone might not this not be the same. Like the composition of their bodies might not be the same. The composition of their spirit, of their soul, might not be the same. Yeah, so I absolutely okay. love that about natural remedies. Um, so is this how you help people cultivate feminine youthful energy that reverses the aging process? I'd love like to hear about that. <laughs> yeah. So what is this work around reversing the aging process?
1: So the work is the, the diet, the nutrition, as well as the movement. And just giving space and allowing that creative expression as a woman, you know, we were put on the planet to bring joy and juiciness and kindness and love and compassion to the planet. So in my work that I do, I like to help women to reactivate that, to refine that, you know, to define that, to, to refine their selves, their parts of their selves that they may have lost along the journey. Mm. sometimes can get a little rough you know sometimes lose ourself and we just have to come back and get another sister and say hey I got you come on Mm. let's do this you know yeah (laughs) yes and
0: and is this how and is this how you've been able to look so amazing and you mentioned (laughs) how you have nine children and yeah so what's what's the secret what's the medicine of looking so amazing even after you know um bringing nine babies to the world
1: Mm -hmm. good thanks good thanks thank you it's the it's the it's the work it's the work that I do it's the work that I do that I want to gift to the world that I want to share with the world you Mm. know it's through diet it's through nutrition you know it's through the movement it's through the breathing it's through the whole everything because mm. everything is one it we're all one where it's all connected mm. you know so the reversing the aging process comes with with your diet and eating more foods that are rich in antioxidants and that help to kill off those free radicals that cause damage within our bodies so eating those berries you know those strawberries and those blueberries you know those green teas just those foods that are rich mm. in antioxidants you know yeah as well as like your smoothies and juices and I teach you about that more in the programs that I offer the 21 day spring cleanse as well as the um, sacred woman holistic wellness woman course yeah I'm um, launching
0: mm-hmm. mm, like just going deeper yes. um yes going into deeper. the detail and do you possibly also guide the the participants on exactly what foods to get and how to mix them up
1: yes Mm -hmm. so with the 21 day program we do we talk about you know what's in your cabinet and we also talk about what to take out of your cabinet Mm -hmm. we also cover holistic meal planning like exercise ideas reading food labels we have um three check-in calls a week just covering that they're small, short, and to the point to really get people to um just feel supported on their journey. And then um yeah. And then I take it further with um, the sacred holistic wellness woman course. That one is more like a 10 week rights of passage program and we just go deeper into mm. sacred womb and sacred word and sacred food and sacred healing and sacred medicine. How to be your own medicine woman and sacred union and your partnership with your mates Mm. you know and sacred relationships oh yeah
0: Mm. this is such important you have a graduation
1: Mm. yes
0: it is. and then it
1: doesn't stop there it doesn't stop there then you just continue on Mm. you just continue on your journey
0: like in your own life after the program right
1: yes that's Mm. right
0: that's right so could we say like that this is like lifetime work that the relationship Mm -hmm. or like the conscious relationship with our bodies and with our wombs should ideally be like a lifetime work Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it sure is yeah Yeah.
0: I love it (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so we'll definitely like share share links of where people can access this work and sign up when, when are you launching the, is it the detox program? When does that one launch?
1: That one launches on April the 1st, Mm. the 21 day.
0: Mm.
1: And then the sacred holistic wellness woman course, that one launches April the
0: 11th. Okay. And can people still sign up after the first or do they need to have signed up for the 21 day detox before the first? How does that work? You need
1: to sign up Yes, you want to sign up before the first. So by the first, you're on point and on schedule and on target to get started. Mm. Um, we will have a, like a call. They will get, get a call to kind of just give you an idea of what you're going to be doing, and then those other three follow up calls um, weekly
0: uh, mm.
1: that'll also take place. And they can, you know, they can send their PayPal uh, payments through PayPal or through Cash App, and mm. then. A, Please include your email address and your contact information. Um, I do have a link, like you said, that you can share with them. The calendar, yes, one. Um, mm. yes, yeah.
0: And and what are Let the what are the investments for? Yeah, for the two for the two programs. What is the investment for the for the twenty one detox and for the holistic sacred woman?
1: So for the 21-day spring cleanse and detox, that one is 11.11. Mm. And then Sacred Woman for level one is 444. Mm. And I do have scholarship programs. I also have pay plans for those that qualify that need that. Um, I, li- I never like to turn anyone away, especially if there's something that we can work out, because mm. I believe that everybody deserves healing you know um but i also do like to keep people accountable and help help people yes. to to be their best and highest self
0: that's important mm. important yeah yeah Very. so just for clarity because we have an international audience um that mm-hmm. is 111 us dollars right and 444 yes. us dollars right
1: yes that's correct
0: yeah um and yeah so like I'll definitely also be sharing the links on the description of of our conversation and on my mailing list as well and yeah so then this gets me into the conversation around sacred woman and quite excitedly about you having that Queen Afua who is like the queen of womb medicine (laughs) so could you please share how yeah that experience of meeting Queen Afua I don't know how many years ago it was how was that for you and yeah like how has that education of the sacred woman like just elevated your life and elevated your work
1: Mm -hmm. The sacred woman work was powerful and it still is because I still walk as a sacred woman priestess um, and do the work and still do the work. Um, The journey was profound. It was profound. Like I said before, I just wanted to make sure I did everything. I just wanted to see what would happen if I got up at four o'clock every day and make sure I journaled and make sure I took my bath and make sure I ate right, you know, down to the... Where just specifically, and I just watched total transformation happen. I watched a breaking down happen because there's a breaking down of the old self. There's a breaking down, you know, of letting go Mm. of those foods that weren't best for you, you know. So you do go through a a period of um, releasing and letting go. And just during that transition and having the support of my sisters and having the support of Queen Afua was. It was just profound. It was profound. It was life changing. It was mm. truly life changing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and Queen mm-hmm. <King> Apua, yes. <laughs> how was how was how was it meeting her and getting to interact with her?
1: Getting to meet Queen was very beautiful and divine. She is definitely a force field that you if you ever get in the presence to just meet her and just spend time where, you know, she's down to earth, and she she is about the work. She is about the work, and inspiring and encouraging, you know, sisters to to do their work, you mm. know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the work
0: of like specifically healing their bodies, healing their healing. lives, healing yes. their wounds. Yes.
1: Mm. yes, 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 yes. Healing mm. our wounds, even the men, you know, because men have wounds too. Yes time a little bit overlooked you know we hear of women's wounds and we don't talk so much about men's wounds but they also have wounds too you know they store things within their body temple as well mm. so eating and you know meditating and spending time with spirit with the divine and you know watching the foods that you're eating and you know the energy that's coming out of your your body you know like what's what's what are you manifesting from what you've eaten how do you, mm. you feel, you know, how does your tummy feel? How does your mind feel? You know, mm. what, what's going through your thoughts? And with Sacred Woman, it was a lot of internal reflection. It was a lot of deep internal reflection. Um, you know, of just self-analysis and really sitting with self and really going deep within self.
2: Mm.
1: And each time you go deeper and deeper, there's a level one and level two that I also teach as well. But um just going deep with the pencil, you know yes. just starting with self
0: wow so so like this womb work um is not only for women right <laughs> it's for right. men too right, right? hmm
1: mm-hmm. it is it's for men too Queen has written a book um man heal thyself um, that it's a great publication for men to read, you know, to just kind of start on the healing journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, my work is with women. I do specialize more with women, although I help all, but my specialty is more with women and that's my focus.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. Um, almost like a, a sigh of relief. Cause <laughs> when, when I was designing the work around this womb um, medicine series, I I kept thinking of how you know men might feel excluded from these conversations, right? Um, because like the 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 general perception is that only women have wombs, right? And the truth of it, as you have just said, is that men do actually also have wombs these are energetic wombs are they yes
1: yes the womb womb of the mind and how they think they have a womb there you have a womb of their heart and then we have as women we have the womb of our creative seat they also have their own creative seat as well so we all have a womb we have the womb of what we're thinking what we're putting into our minds and what we're allowing into our minds Mm. that can be affected you know and then what we're allowing into our heart, you know, whether it's heart heartedness or whether we're allowing love to flow and to enter. And sometimes there's some blockages in between the mind and the heart, going in a sacred seat of creation, being able to bring that to fruition into mm. the earth, into the planet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yes, it's important for for men and women both to work on themselves
0: mm, and on heal. Yourself. And heal, and, heal. And, mm-hmm. and as we heal, heal the planet yes. as well, right? Yes. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And possibly, like, as we near the, the, the close of our conversation, um, I wanted to ask you about womb, he, womb steaming, right? <laughs> and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, so could we just briefly chat about that, like, the benefits of womb steaming, when we could do our womb steaming and some of the herbs or the the herb blends that we could look into um incorporating in our womb steaming or yoni steaming.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So yoni steaming
1: yoni steaming is a, an indigenous way of um healing that women have used for so so very long um, and what it is, is it's a combination of herbs, just depending on what you have in your area. Um, I make yoni seams. You can make your own yoni seams with the ingredients that you have, um, such as like calendula, rose petals, um, dandelion, um, mugwort. You can pull out even like if you just have Italian seasoning, if you have Italian seasoning and it has like oregano and thyme in it, you can make your own yoni scene with that.
2: Mm. Um,
1: and so, what it is, is you are allowing um, the energy to be purified within you, within your womb space. Indigenously, um, women would use sage or different herbs, Palo Santo to smoke and to steam their area, their youngies. Um, But steaming, you're actually using the herb itself and you're boiling the water on the stove and then adding the herbs to it and letting them steep. Mm. And then of, of course, um, you know, sitting over the herbs once you've unwrapped yourself, undressed yourself and then allowing yourself to steep for at least steam for at least maybe 20 minutes. Mm. and just a nice relaxed environment now you don't want to steam if you're pregnant or if you're suspecting that you're pregnant you don't want to steam if you're on your monthly flower cycle um you want to kind of just give your body you know a resting period during that time but steaming um you know before after your cycle is very beneficial for wounding wound health um your cysts, your fibroids, your endometriosis, the different female complaints that we have, like such as our cramps and things like that. We can address those things again through our diet, nutrition, steaming.
0: Mm. It
1: all goes hand in hand.
0: Yes.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, this is beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful just how there's so many allies within our environment, within nature that can help in supporting our bodies and with easing and healing a lot of the complications and difficulties that we might have with our bodies i love it thank you so much for this conversation sarah it was deeply enriching and i definitely am better for it
1: <laughs> thank you for having me major thank you for having me i really appreciate it you know just being here and being able to share
0: with Mm. everyone yeah Mm -hmm. could we chat about chat about the dancing and yeah like how does that aid in in womb healing um what is it about dance that could help with with healing
1: so, with belly dancing and womb yoga, the sacred geometric movements that we do during the course of belly dancing it helps to unblock the sacral area, our creativity, our womb—not um, just having a baby, creating a baby, but our creativity in general. Mm-hmm. So, when you were dancing, we help move that energy, you know, and helps to move any blockages. that's present you know um and it also allows women to connect to their feminine energy and that's so very important to the world that we (laughs) as women connect with our feminine energy again being in a patriarchal world um we've been masculinized so to speak you know women tend to walk their gates
2: like a man
1: you know we've lost that the sway in our hips Mm. you know the glide and our stride all of those things are part of our feminine energy that when you're belly dancing you're cultivating that energy and it becomes stored in you and then before you know it you just feel yummy inside and you feel happy and I've watched women attend my classes and I've attended classes and I know how it feels when you go before and then after the class how do you feel take note and it's Like, wow, somebody Mm. just turned the light switch on. Somebody turned the lights all on. It's bright. It's beautiful. You know, just releasing those endorphins. Those are your feel good vitamins to help you feel good.
2: Mm. So,
1: while, you know, some of us may be stuck in the house or, you know, maybe not having access outside to classes, take a class indoors, you know, get just getting your body moving indoors you know or outside in nature just you know allowing mm. that expression to unfold
0: wow and and who would have thought of dance as medicine like you're talking about like the the movement of energy and um how it also supports our creativity and i'm thinking of how it possibly also supports. And activates our sensuality <laughs> yes COVID-19. yes it does mm. our sensuality,
1: it sure does it sure does and it helps with um i found that doing belly dancing helps with pms with cramps with lower back ache, um with um uh, you know just the tenseness and the tightness of the hips
2: mm. just allowing
1: that energy to just move move and circle throughout the body and then learning how to move that energy to places in the body that needs healing so that's what I teach in my
0: classes wow yeah could you share more about those classes and possibly about some of like the feedback that you've gotten from the women about yeah dance having been medicine in their lives
1: yes yeah so the classes I teach right now are online If you are in the States, um, I will have some classes in person coming up this summer. Um, But right now I am teaching via Zoom. So you can sign up again on my link. uh, For the classes there for womb yoga and for belly dance. Um, Mm. I teach a belly dance fitness class as well as um, a slower, like a basic, like a belly dance basics class for beginners and intermediate. Um, And then it was another question what was your other question you asked me um
0: it it was around yeah some of the the feedback that you've gotten from the women who've attended some of your classes um about how dance has been medicine to their lives and how it might have healed their bodies
1: yes so for instance i I just did an event this past weekend for a wonderful woman's wellness event. Um, and the women were ecstatic. They were just so <laughs> happy. They were lined up at my table by the time I finished, just saying how their body aches and pains, you know, how they were hurting before and how good they feel, you know, and how they want to go back and rekindle that. Some of them were dancers and they have forgotten. Themselves, how good it can make you feel. Yes. So it was just, it was beautiful. It was very healing, very, yeah. very healing, and very touching. Mm-hmm. Wow. Women of all shapes and sizes. You know, the bigger women, the smaller women. It doesn't matter. It's just like embrace your beauty, embrace your your sensuality. You know, all of your curves are all there. <laughs> you know, yes. if you want them tone, we can work on that. But in the meantime, embrace what you have and just love on
0: yourself. Yeah. Wow, yes. and, and, and speaking of like dancers who have forgotten about the dance, I'm definitely one of those. And after having spoken to you today and in our check-in call about dancing, I definitely want to go back to my dancing <laughs> and yeah, and experience that, that joy that, that for me flows from dancing um and Mm -hmm. what like there's something that I've also observed and like this is related to 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 our sexuality right and I just Mm want to ask if like the two might be related so um mm, so like in 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 our like general experience of life there might be like Sexual trauma or sexual wounding that we might hold, like around the womb area, around the pelvic area, right? And so, as you're mm-hmm. you talking about like movement and the, 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 the swaying of the hips, right? Um, mm-hmm. I saw that as an opportunity to move the energy that might be stuck around our our womb space as a result of the wounding and and the energy that might also be stuck just generally around our our pelvic area um could you could you speak to that like might might there be a link there
1: yeah absolutely absolutely so So your womb, your womb is so sensitive. She's so sensitive. She's so sensitive to our feelings and our emotions and the things that happen within our beingness. You know, if our feelings get hurt, if we're experiencing things in our life, you know, traumatic experiences, joyful experiences, all of that is being held in our womb centers. So as we do those movements if there's some trauma there yeah those feelings may come up they may not you know and just allowing you know those feelings to come up and not judging yourself not judging the situation just Mm. being like an onlooker to to that experience you know Mm. Uh, just allowing you know yourself that space um to, to to express yourself Now, there are, like, yoni eggs and things like that that I like to um, work with with individuals that need that extra healing, especially when it comes to that. There's certain gemstones that are very beneficial with helping to release those energies and to just helping you to soften it and to work with it and work Mm -hmm. through it.
0: Like, is this specifically Um, around, like, sexual wounding and, yeah, for people who might need some healing in that in that area
1: mm-hmm. 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 and our womb and our hearts are connected so oftentimes if the womb is closed the heart is closed if the heart is closed the womb is closed so it's a connection we need that, that alignment we need our wombs to be flowing our yes. heart to be open and flowing and mm. so energy flowing
0: And what would that look like? Like when we say a heart is closed and a womb is closed, like um, in one's in like in the physical manifestation of one's life, how might that look like when a heart is closed?
1: Um, What that might look like is a heart and heart, uh, maybe short patience, irritability. And I'm I'm not speaking of just like today, you're not having of the day. I mean, an ongoing mm. bitterness, resentfulness, jealousy. Um, mm. Those are heart, the heart is closed. Not being receptive, not being open. You know, um, if someone says, please forgive me, you know, not saying that you should always be quick to forgive, but you really yes. should be quick to forgive because it's more beneficial for you,
2: mm. you know, on
1: an energetic level than it is to hold on to it because it's going to make your heart heavy.
2: Mm. You
1: know, so keeping your heart light, keeping yeah. your heart light, you know, you know, and just really addressing those things, you know, even if it's through journaling, like how do you feel, what happened, just writing out those experiences, just taking time to process, you know, so it doesn't turn into a fibery that you are now nursing, you know, that pain from a trauma that has happened. Yes. You know, or mm. it creates another imbalance within the body from, you know, toxic thinking. Just thinking negatively makes the, um, bl- the, the blood become toxic. Having wow. negative thoughts. Mm. So you know, when you're dancing, you're raising those endorphins. When you're eating those green foods, you're bringing in more life. You're bringing in more vitality, and it's going to raise your vibration, how you feel too. So.
0: Mm. Oh. I love this. Thank you so much, Sarah. Like, there's, I keep wanting to, to, like, to go deeper into some of these themes. Like, there's quite a lot um, to chew and, and, and to take from, from this conversation and to incorporate in our lives. So, thank you. Thank you so much again for having shared your awesome. wisdom and your medicine.
1: My pleasure
0: my pleasure
2: Mm -hmm.
0: thank you and and in closing i'm curious about what like what is it that that deeply inspires you about this work like doing this work womb work body healing work um as a priestess as a herbalist as a sacred holistic medicine woman, like what is it, yeah. What is it about it that inspires you most? And what are your hopes for, for our world as, as a result of doing this work?
1: What inspires me is just having, you know, just having the ability to feel good, you know, um, holistically. And you don't know how good you can feel until you haven't felt well. And, and yeah. then, and then you start to heal yourself, and then you see your body, you know, in a whole new light. So my motivation and inspiration is holistic healing for myself and for everybody else, because I really do firmly believe that it's your birthright to have healing and to allow the natural remedies of the planet to do what they do you know whether i can whether it's through sound herbs essential oils you know massage reflexology any of the natural tools that have been given for us to utilize and my hope is that now that um more and more people are awakening to this way of life that they are mindful of the earth you know and um and that you know connect with her more connect with the planet. Connect with earth, use the herbs in your food. You Mm. know, it doesn't take a lot. You know, you don't have to go overboard. More is not better, less is better. You know, Mm. so my hope is that, you know, everyone becomes educated, you know, and has a full, rich, healthy life. You know, feeling good mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. Mm.
0: Yeah, because yes. feeling good is such a big deal. Like, I feel like it's something that we take for granted, but like pleasure, deep pleasure is our birthright.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. I <laughs> conversation. It is. It is our natural state of being. We are yes. ecstatic beings. We are supposed to be, you know, just full of life and full of love and full of energy and our vibration just vibrating on a high frequency, that is yeah, that is it. That is absolutely. And not in competition or in comparison, but Mm. being in a place of gratitude and and thankfulness for what we have, you know, in that moment. If all you have is a plate of greens, you eat those greens and give thanks for those greens and let that be the best tasting greens you've ever had and let it nourish you, you know. So attitude of gratitude goes a long way. Mm. Yes oh my
0: Good thanks, Good thank, thanks. You. thank you thank you thank so you so much Saraya, for for making the thank time you. and for sharing your well of wisdom and of medicine like will will definitely be better for it yes. um yes. thank you thank, thank you. you thank you so much <laughs> thank you you're welcome mm-hmm. my pleasure <laughs> <laughs> and now that you have had a chance to listen to this conversation with saraya israel i invite you to just briefly reflect on what came up for you as you were listening to this conversation what were some of your thoughts what were some of the ideas that came up for you what were some of the insights or highlights that you might have had as you are listening to this podcast. And quite specifically, and please feel free to share this, you could come join us within the WOOP Medicine community on Facebook and share one, what have been your insights or your takeaways from this podcast episode? And two, What new decisions or actions are you going to be taking as a result of what you learned here today? In what ways are you willing or prepared to transform or to activate your life as a result of what you learned here? Please do feel free to come join us within the Womb Medicine Space. It's Womb Medicine for Women Leaders on Facebook to share your insights or you could also connect with me on instagram and in closing if this conversation has been of value to you please definitely share it with a friend or with all the women in your life who you know absolutely need it until next time until the next episode i am your host melo morelli bye